Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. A $10 million lawsuit against the D.C. Fire Department by four black women firefighters. I'm Dick Iuliano. He faked like he was a federal agent, and he admits it was all a scam. I'm John Doman. And the Nationals take the field tonight against the Mets. Could be Juan Soto's final game. It's 7 o'clock. U.S. operation takes out al-Qaeda's leader. He's the brains behind Osama bin Laden's operation from the start. Kentucky flood disaster. Don't forget about us. This is going to be months and years to rebuild. A wall of fire in Northern California. It was just the most amazing, terrifying thing you've ever seen. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden is scheduled to speak to the nation in a half hour after word that the U.S. has killed al-Qaeda's leader in Afghanistan. The latest from our Stephen Portnoy. What we're told by the White House is that there was a successful strike on a counterterrorism target in Afghanistan over the weekend, that there were no civilian casualties. CBS News has learned that the target of the strike was Ayman al-Zawahri, the leader of al-Qaeda since 2011 after the U.S. raid that killed Osama bin Laden. More from CBS's Charlie Daggett on the ties between Zawahiri and Osama bin Laden. They formed a mutual and formal bond in 1998, merging Zawahiri's Islamic Jihad to bin Laden's al-Qaeda with a singular motive to kill Americans, military and civilians alike. Six months later, the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania were bombed. Not long after came the attack on the USS Cole that killed 17 American sailors. More rain has fallen in eastern Kentucky, and Governor Andy Bashir confirms the death toll from the historic flooding is now 37. Flood victims, including Rocky Young, face a long recovery. We just got to do what we do. We, we patch a little bit and do the best we can do, and it's going to take a while. Our Jim Crisula reports hundreds are in a bad way. Truck driver Reed Miller was on the road when his eastern Kentucky home was flooded after historic rainfall. It's worse than what I thought it'd be. Miller's home is still swamped. Right now, there's still two foot of water in there. Rebecca Mullins lives in hard-hit Knott County, where more than 10 people lost their lives in the flooding. We have church people that's worser than us. We're blessed. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir says hundreds are still unaccounted for. Jim Crisula, CBS News. In California, fire crews are battling a wildfire near the Oregon border that has already proved deadly. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. In just two days, the McKinney fire has burned more than 55,000 acres. It's rapidly spreading. When this fire came, it traveled from the top of that ridge downhill in the space of maybe 15 minutes. Chris Hodgson has decided to stay and do what he can to protect his home. It was just the most amazing, terrifying thing you've ever seen. Two people have died throughout the West. There are now more than 50 large fires burning in 13 states. Steve Futterman, CBS News. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 47 points. NASDAQ fell 22. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 here on WTOP, Monday evening, August 1st, 2022. Rockville at 84. Some of us down to the 70s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following at this hour. When an assistant police chief for Montgomery County was suspended in June, county officials had little to say. Now that same high-ranking official is out of a job, and there's still little information on why. It's a personnel issue that's part of the response to questions about why, months after he was suspended with pay, assistant police chief Carmen Fasciolo is now, quote, 
no longer employed by Montgomery County. Fasciolo was suspended in June after a reported violation of department policy. Then County Executive Mark Elrich declined to comment, saying he couldn't legally talk about personnel issues. Now his spokesperson, Scott Peterson, said little more than confirming Fasciolo is out. Fasciolo was appointed by Elrich in June of last year as a civilian assistant police chief. It's not clear if he'll be replaced Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A $10 million lawsuit has been filed against the D.C. Fire Department by four veteran African-American women who work as firefighters. WTOP's Dick Giuliano has that. The firefighters suing the city say they suffer racial and gender discrimination in pay and promotions and face harsher discipline than their white colleagues. All four are veterans, including Bebe Ajose, who's been with D.C. Fire and EMS for 21 years. And there's always something that is unfair as it relates to just being a woman or a brown woman in fire services. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly says he cannot comment on the lawsuit, but the department, he says, has a long history of hiring and promoting women. The $10 million lawsuit charges that D.C. Fire is a hostile work environment for black women firefighters. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A nonprofit owner accused of taking, uh, fleeing the country with tens of thousands of dollars is denying the accusations. Attorney General Carl Racine's office is responding to reports that Casa Ruby founder Ruby Corrado failed to pay workers and vendors. Racine plans to freeze all bank accounts associated with Casa Ruby, the nonprofit whose mission was to help young members of the LGBTQ community. The group helped those experiencing homelessness and more. Just this evening, Corrado told our news partners at NBC4 and Telemundo 44 that she has never taken money that was meant for the community. She also believes that the district owes her center almost $600,000. Casa Ruby opened its doors in 2012. It's now 7.06 and one of two men arrested earlier this year on charges of impersonating federal agents is now pleading guilty to a new list of charges. As we hear from WTOP's John Doman. 40-year-old Arian Tahirzadeh pleaded guilty to three charges involving conspiracy weapons and a new charge of voyeurism. In a long plea hearing, he admitted spending years pretending to be involved with the Department of Homeland Security to get closer to other federal law enforcement officers. The voyeurism charge stems from the cameras he hid inside apartments so he could record sexual activity, which was then shown to others. No sentencing date has been set. He'll be back in court this fall to update the court on his cooperation in the case with another defendant, Hader Ali, still facing charges. John Dome in WTOP News. Service on Metro's Red Line is now back to normal after a morning of workarounds because of a fire at the DuPont Circle Station over the weekend. Metro says crews have completed repairs and trains will operate every 10 minutes. Well, still ahead here on WTOP, we are standing by for the president's address on the killing of Al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawari. It's coming up at 7.30. His comments from the White House balcony. Stay here for complete coverage. You can watch it live at WTOP.com. And we will have some uh, thoughts coming in from our own J.J. Green, WTOP's national security correspondent, who has been covering this since before the 9-11 attacks. So do stay with us. Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in the opportunity to work full-time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the Steamfitters UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. 
Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great... There's no place like the beach for the holidays. In Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you get all the charm and cheer of the season. Plus, 60 miles of nonstop fun. See holiday shows at 10 top-notch theaters. Enjoy perfect golfing weather at 90 scenic courses. Be dazzled by five holiday light displays. And get seasonal Southern Eats at over 2,000 restaurants. This will be one holiday you won't forget. Plan your winter getaway at visitmyrtlebeach.com. 